Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report, a brand new show for you for a brand new week. It is Monday. But nothing we can do about that. However, we can try to make the next hour and change a little bit better for you by giving you a smile or two on this April 12th, year 2021 I'm your old podcast pal, Ralph Garman, sitting here in the Batcave with me is, he's playing hurt, kids, oh, so, so be, hurt. be nice to him. <laughs> holy God, holy God. It's the Rear Admiral, Mr. Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Oh, I, just, I can't take a deep breath, man. Hey. Oh. hey. I Yo, got a, Eddie. I got Yo, a rib ho. out. I got a rib out, man. I'm in pain. I'll put it back in for uh, you. Will you? You put my rib in? Get down on the floor. <laughs> I will start to manipulate you before Please you know it. Do not manipulate me. You'll be popped right back in. Right as rain. A newly shorn oh. Eddie Pence. <laughs> Face as smooth as a baby's butt. I shaved. You did. Your, your hobo beard is gone. Do I look younger? You look scads younger. You look like a, <laughs> like a mere pup of a human being. I had to shave. I had an audition. Oh. Yeah, well, I had one of those. For Sebastian Stan's cousin? No, uh, Jay Leno. I'm sorry, for whom? I, uh, Jay Leno. It's a Jay Leno. Is there, is there a different Jay Leno? <laughs> one that I'm not aware of? I hope so, because I don't look like the one who's presently uh, around. So we they, all know and love. So you, so somebody. Someone, somewhere. Said, <laughs> we need a Jay Leno clone. <laughs> Let's get that Eddie Pence guy. Call Eddie in. What is that? I what don't is... know. I don't know. I have no idea. I, I rarely get an audition, and I rarely get an audition where I actually have lines and it's for a theatrical sort of TV right. show. Usually I usually commercial you're, stuff. You're, and moving, you're a guy moving boxes right. or you're an astronaut. Right. That's right. what happens. Right. But I this one, you. this one's a legit show. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I was excited for it. And then it says, looking for Jay Leno lookalike. And then I'm like, what? And then I basically have to do a Jay Leno monologue. So you said you said to your your uh, representatives, you said, well, thanks, but this is uh, wildly inappropriate for me. I don't look anything like Jay Leno, so I'm going to pass. No, I said, I'll take it. Oh, I see. Because I, I never get happened. auditions and they never call. So I figure if I say no, they'll never call again. Well, here's what they say. This is the old school train of thought which is you always audition because it gets you in front of casting yes. people. And if you're not right for this thing, maybe something else down the road, if you can impress them enough, they'll think of yeah. you again. You're always auditioning for the next job. Right. So, so that's I, my mentality. I get I get the, uh, the concept behind it, but still. Not this. I don't understand it. But I can't say no. I can't. Did it did it bother you to shave the beard? Do you miss it? I do. It's a little, it's a little weird. I, I forgot what my face looked like. Yeah. You forget you have these wrinkles and these lines. And no, you don't look wrinkled face or Faces starting liney. to droop a you're, little bit. Because well, the, the beard gives you a jawline. You're a, you're a kid. Uh, not a kid. For God's sakes, Eddie. <laughs> Eddie! Don't so, worry about it. So I'm in pain, and I, I'm supposed to look like Jay Leno. You going to grow back? 
Is that the plan yeah, right grow, away? Yeah, because I don't like shaving. Oh, it's I most see. I mostly grow Just, a beard because I'm lazy. Well, sure. It's that. mostly laziness. Hours it takes every day shaving your face. I could see the time you're saving. It's just a pain, man. And then you might cut yourself. It's just not worth it. <laughs> it's so complicated. It's just not worth it. It's not worth the blood loss. Well, best of luck. We'll all be plugging for you and hoping. <laughs> and- I have, I had a better shot of being the silent box moving guy in the background. That's who you, you're Jay Leno. Okay, so you heard of this? You seen this? It, I'm not a That's good Jay Leno. That's it's, not bad. I guess it's just. <laughs> I don't. That's the Pillsbury. Yeah, Doughboy. I know because my, my Jay Leno goes in and out of Pillsbury Doughboy. Maybe they'll audition you for the <laughs> Pillsbury Doughboy. I'll take next. it. Like, I will take it. Put your little chef's hat. Touch my belly. <laughs> Push your belly. Oh, it's awful. Well, <laughs> my career is awful. We're going to take your mind off your troubles too for the next hour and change. We got a hell of a show lined up for you today, kids. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Because I'm back and I'm fully vaccinated at, or Trumpsinated. Oh, yeah, because it's his did, vaccine. Did you right? see uh, the, the former guy no. said in a press release that they should call the vaccine the Trump scene? <laughs> Because he's he is God, so res- he's, he's so responsible he's, for the vaccine. He's just a moron. They should call it the Trump scene. Yeah, they should. But uh, I did get the uh, Johnson and Johnson over the weekend, and folks were reaching out. I I, I was pretty vocal about it on uh, social media because I'm trying to uh, get people to do it, encourage people yeah. to uh, get vaccinated. Uh, I understand it's a personal choice, but I think it's a choice. Um, the right, the right choice, in my opinion, is to do it because it helps keep other people safe. Yeah, I was surprised at the backlash I got. You got from, a lot of backlash I got from some anti-vaxxers. Uh, yeah, too bad. Um, one person went as far as to ask, "If you're vaccinated, why do you care if I'm vaccinated or not?" Well, as if only my health <laughs> was the priority for why right. one would get vaccinated. Right. They don't understand how we wiped out polio, right? Like we all got vaccinated and then polio went away. And not to mention, even if you're vaccinated, you can still get and transmit the disease. To other people who may have not been vaccinated And so folks who haven't been vaccinated, they are still at risk. And I uh, don't want them to get sick either. So I would like as many people as possible to be vaccinated. So our our ICUs don't get inundated with people with COVID. So other people with other emergencies can go and be taken care of. Yeah, it's a it's a big uh, rippling effect. Yeah. throwing that pebble into the pond. Just so. take care of your fellow man. So I did it, and uh, I got the Johnson and Johnson. I got the one and done on Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday, and a Friday about eight hours after the uh, vaccine, I was feeling mighty low. Yeah, people were warning me about the potential side effects of the J and J. And it varies. So you never know how you're going to react. Some people are fine with it. Yeah. Some people got get knocked out for days with it. Yeah, my friend got knocked out for like four days. For, and a lot of people were giving me their warnings like, oh, for me, it felt like I got hit by a truck. And right. I was like, well, I, I'm sorry for you. And I know you're trying to be helpful, trying to let me anticipate what my problem may be. But my results are going to be unique yes. to me. Yes. And so what happened was I got fatigued a couple hours afterwards. And then uh, more so, and then the fatigue sort of settled into a fluish kind of thing where I had uh, aches and body aches, and body aches, chills, uh, slight fever, that whole nine yards. And I, I handled it. And if you were with us on the uh, cocktail party on Saturday, you heard me tell the story, but I handled it the way I always handle if I get a, an actual flu which is to drink an entire bottle of red wine while watching television under a blanket. And that's the cure. It makes me feel fine. I, well, it doesn't make me feel fine, but I just, I don't care anymore <laughs> because I'm loaded. And I went to bed fairly early, woke up on Saturday feeling tired, but all the other symptoms were pretty much gone. We did the cocktail party, which was enormously fun. Thanks to everybody who showed up for that. We had another 
fun Garmy game show cocktail party on Saturday. After that, I was feeling pretty good. And then yesterday, Sunday, I felt uh, 100%, 100%. That's great. So okay. just a, a, a minor discomfort is how I would describe it. So if you're afraid of what the side effects may be for you, if you get any of these vaccines, uh, keep in mind, they will be likely be short-lived and not nearly as bad as it could be yeah. if you got uh, COVID. I've heard yours is the most common one, just like a night of just fever-like symptom or flu-like. It felt symptom. like a very mild flu. My friend had it for like four days. Uh, I got the Moderna. My first shot, I just had a sore arm and my lymph node swelled up under my armpit. Mm. But that was for a day, and then I'm getting my second shot next week. So we'll see what happens. Uh, my arm felt felt fine. Not sore I, at all. Not sore at all. Huh. So uh, they had a hard time getting the needle in because of the sheer mass of muscle. Right, if I bent a couple it's of them. Kind so, yeah. of, uh, it's kind of, it's like a Clark Kent situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh, I don't know, it's you must have some faulty needles there. <laughs> you know, you don't want to tell them. You're the last son of Krypton. Right, he's had a dip in Kryptonite first. So, um, yeah, all is well. I'm feeling fine. Thanks to everybody who reached out asking about my well-being. It's all good. Uh, again, Saturday was a blast. Thanks to everybody who showed up for the cocktail party. We had a good time. A little uh, technical difficulties. We'll try to get those ironed out. But for the most part, it was a blast. Uh, I had a great time Sunday down at the uh, White Lives Matter uh, rally oh, down there in Huntington Beach. I didn't Beach. see you down there. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't bump into you. Uh, I, was, I was wearing my... Uh, don't tread on me t-shirt oh, okay. and i had a, right. uh, a full head mask on okay which is what you do you know when you're proud of a, a cause that you're yes. supporting you you put a <laughs> you a, cover your face freaking ninja mask on so no one can identify <laughs> you so i was down there in huntington beach and then suddenly out of the crowd captain america comes with a shield he's trying to beat me to death oh, trying, really? to, trying to drive the shield through my chest oh, so that's i thought brutal. it was well out of john walker not well Steve out Rogers. of line that was unacceptable did you see uh Falcon dude that was a great episode Wyatt Russell, I was kind of on the fence until this episode. I'm like, he is great. You were on the fence? I thought he was awesome. I was just on the fence of him being John Walker. I was like, I wasn't, because he didn't have much to do those first three episodes. Well, he looked good in the suit. That's yeah, all he true. had to do. But then this one, I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. This is perfect. Great episode. If you haven't caught up with Falcon and Winter Soldier yet, do yourself a favor. It's awesome. All right, let's get into the show. Um, before we get into your phone calls, I want to ask you a question, Eddie Pence. You ever had a bad boss? No, I have a great boss. No, not now. Now you have a great boss. Um, but throughout the history of your uh, your employment career, do you ever have like a really shitty dick of a boss? I've worked, uh, I've been mostly a stand-up comedian my whole life, and I've had some really crappy comedy club owners who are temporarily your boss for the weekend. Yeah, but you're still your own boss, more or less. More or less. It's not like you're going to a place and punching a clock and you right. got to put up with some guy's bullshit. I've never had a, a terrible boss. I've had I have, bosses aren't great, but I've, I've never had terrible. I've had some terrible bosses. Being in the restaurant business for the better part of my yeah. uh, young life, I had some real dick managers who were just... Just trying to make everyone else feel small so they could feel a little bit bigger. And yeah. it's just real assholes. But um, no one, I don't think, within the sound of my voice has had a boss as bad as this dude. Mm. I want to tell you about uh, my man, Andreas Flotten. Andreas is, uh, lives in Georgia, and he had a shitty boss, Ooh. a guy named Miles Walker. He was the owner of the AOK Walker Auto Body, excuse me, Auto Works Body Shop in Peachtree City, Georgia. And so Andreas Flatten was an, a, uh, an employee of his, mm -hmm. and Flatten quit because he said it was a hostile work environment. This guy was cruel to the other employees. He would often rip up pay stubs in front of workers when he let them go. He demeaned the female staff. Andreas Flatten's girlfriend said uh, this guy was an asshole, in her words, made unnecessary comments about Andreas's daughter, 
It was just an all-around dick, she said to reporters. So uh, Andreas quits, and he says to the guy, he says, I want my uh, final paycheck, please, because I'm leaving. And the guy says, no, I'm not going to pay you. Hmm. So Andreas goes to the employment board in the state of Georgia and threatens him with legal action. And so Miles Walker, the boss, finally relents and pays Andreas flat. And he's due, he's due about $1,000 is his final paycheck. He didn't get it in the form of a check, however. Andreas woke up and went out in front of his house and saw on his driveway a gargantuan pile of pennies, Eddie Pence. <laughs> 91,515 pennies piled in his driveway, soaked with what seemed to be motor oil, uh, with a note on top of it that said, fuck you. Wow. How much of a dick is this guy? Over 90,000 oil-soaked pennies sitting on this guy's driveway. Wow, what a dick move. So he shovels them into a uh, wheelbarrow. Okay. And he pushes them into his garage, and the wheelbarrow f- goes flat. The tires go flat because they can't carry the weight oh of God. the pennies. Here's a little bit of the news, the local news from Atlanta, talking about this particular uh, case. This is not the contents of a years-old piggy bank that has been dumped out. This is my final paycheck, $915 in uh, pennies. It's the amount Andreas Flanton was owed after leaving his job at a local auto repair shop called AOK Walker Auto Works back in November of last year. It sucks. It absolutely sucks. It's definitely, I wouldn't wish this upon anybody. He says after months of waiting for a paycheck and even contacting the Department of Labor, he got what he wanted, just not the way he imagined. His paycheck in the form of over 90,000 pennies covered in some kind of grease or oil. If I've done my math correctly, 91,515 pennies should come out to be about, they're about two and a half grams each. So it's about 504 pounds. They now sit in a wheelbarrow inside his garage in his Fayetteville home. The weight too heavy for its wheels. Flaunton says his new routine is to now sit here at night and clean them off one by one. I think that's going to be a lot of work for money I've already worked for. Um, It's going to be hours upon hours of just trying to clean this money up just so it's even able to be spent. Um, It's definitely not fair at all. Wow. So the guy's now sitting in his garage, cleaning penny after penny, trying to make them usable so he can deposit them and get his check. What a dick. So the story luckily has a happy ending. Guess who came to his rescue, Eddie Pence? Who? Coinstar. Oh. You know Coinstar, the folks who had the kiosks in the supermarkets and stuff where you can dump your coins in and they print you out a receipt and you can get cash money for it? Yeah. Well, the story went viral and uh, Jim Gaherty, who's the Coinstar CEO, sent a crew to this guy's house to pick up all 91,000 pennies or so and uh, gave him a check for 1000 bucks. They paid him more than uh, what That's was there. That's pretty cool. He said, uh, we process 41 billion coins annually, so picking up 91,000 pennies was all in a day, day's work. We're going to take this directly to our processing partner. The coins will be cleaned and wrapped and counted and recirculated. So um looks like... The evil boss's plans were thwarted by our friends at Coinstar. That's really cool. That's a cool story. So the uh, reporters reached out to this guy, the boss, oh, yeah. to see what he thought. <laughs> he said he had no comment other than Flotten was a fucking weenie for complaining about it. Wow. He got paid. He, should, he shouldn't be complaining. That guy's a fucking asshole. Yeah. So if you live in the wow. area 
Uh, don't go to AOK Walker Auto Works to get your body work no. done. Find somebody else. Oof. Because that guy's a total douchebag. People are garbage. Yeah, they, they are. are. Could you imagine taking your car there and then, like, not being happy with the work he did? Yeah. <laughs> if he treats his employees that way, how does he treat the, uh, the customers? customers? Apparently, he's getting some bad Yelp reviews these Good. days. So. All right, turn our attention to you guys. We love members of the Garmy. We love it when you reach out to us. Speaking of reaching out, if you have bad boss stories, uh, feel free to call the Ralph Report hotline and leave those. We'll talk about them later in the week. It's pretty simple to do. All you got to do is dial up the phone number to reach the Ralph Report hotline and leave a voicemail message. It's 1-833-Hi-Ralph. Yeah, listen to them all. And then I drop a few of them here in a segment known as Garmy on the Line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, you know, it's Monday. Yeah. You know what happens on Mondays here on the Ralph Report? Mm-hmm. It's Munchin' uh, Monday. Uh, I can't remember a Munchin' Monday uh, topic that got this much traction, this much heat, this quickly than one we talked about last week. Hey, Ralph and Eddie, it's Megan. Um, I had to pause Friday's show and second Jeff's idea for a Munchin' Mondays on thickened water. Um, I work in healthcare too, and you can actually buy the thickener at a drugstore like a CVS or a Rite Aid, um, so it's easy to get, and they actually can thicken into different consistencies, mm-hmm. so you could do a test, so there's nectar-thick right. liquids, there's honey-thick liquids, right. and then there's even pudding-thick liquids. Yeah. So you could um, thicken the water to pudding consistency and Mm-mm. eat it with a spoon. Yeah. No. So yes, yes, no. yes. Please yes, no. get no. some yes, thickening no. powder and do that for a much in Mondays. All right. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Well, Megan, you'll be happy to hear that I was able to pick up a big jar of thicket. Motherfucker. Thicket, Eddie Pence. Thicket. The Ralph Report brought to you today by Thicket. <laughs> thicket liquid thickening agent. And so we are going to have a little taste test at the end of the show during Munchie Monday. We're going to have first water thickened to the consistency Mm. of nectar. Then we're going to have some honey thick water. And then we will have water pudding, Pudding basically, that you can just eat it with a spoon. It better not come out that way. It's all water, Eddie. There's nothing you need to be afraid of. You drink water, right? You're taking a bottle right right now. now. So it's it's exactly the same as what you're drinking. No. Just a Thick. slightly different different consistency. <sighs> Come. <laughs> Awful. And the, uh, <laughs> they have two different kinds of thicket. Uh-huh. They've got thicket, yeah. the original flavor, oh, the, original the formula, one. original Everybody's formula. Everybody's favorite. Then they've got crystal clear thicket, which crystal apparently clear. Uh, when you put it in the water, it doesn't uh, th- cloudy up the water at all. Oh, okay. They were out of crystal clear. Oh. So the thicket today we're using does make the water a little cloudy. So it's like something like gray matter. So it looks, uh, looks a little... Thick less like less like water than what you're mm. used to, but uh, it's all water. That's all you're going to be eating today during Munch and Monday. So we will do three different stages of thicket. Have we'll, you tried it yet? I have not. I've mixed it, but I have not yet had the <laughs> the nectar, the honey, or the pudding consistency of water. Can we put some ice in it. Nope. Cool we're it gonna up. Do, we're going to do it room temp. 
Thicket. <laughs> the Ralph Report brought to you today by Thicket. It's just sitting back there in the back of my mouth. Yeah. Yep, it will be. So uh, that's coming up later in the show. Nope. People call from time to time and leave messages apropos of nothing. It's mm-hmm. very confusing to me. I'm not sure. I believe this is Eric from Clearwater. But I can't be positive because he doesn't identify himself. And this may be, if it is Eric, Eric at his most stoned <laughs> and most disconnected from anything we've ever talked about here on the Ralph Report. Did you know that the ostrich is the only living animal with four kneecaps? That seems kind of excessive what is excessive he's only got two knees have four kneecaps well i think that maybe their knees bend both ways uh, well it's still it's excessive. it's excessive i agree during the live stream <laughs> event on saturday if you happen to tune in we had a question that came up during the garmy game show regarding how many erections the average man has during the day and during the night yes and when we were talking about the answer, it turned out the answer, I think, was 11 during the day and 9 at night. That's a lot. And <laughs> so many donors. Not that many. I can't do that. And so, but we're not talking about, you know, like full-blown raging, like sex bonus. Just like half chubs? No, you have an erection, and then it goes away. It right. happens all the time, I don't know it? if I have all nine of those. At nine a day? No, not anymore. No, nine at night, 11 a day. 11 a day, no. Well. Maybe uh, a long time ago. And so all the fellows in the room uh, perked up and said, does that include uh, piss boners, pee boners? Yeah, peons. I yeah. call them peons. Of course you do. Because you make up random Like a hard-on, but that, it's a peon. That no one else uses for anything ever. <laughs> so there were some ladies in the crowd who had some questions. Hi, Ralph. Um, I'm a single lady. And from the cocktail party, you were discussing a pee boner. Yes. I mean, I can guess what that means and all, but... Uh, not a phenomenon I'm really comfortable and knowledgeable of. Hmm. Can you please elaborate? Yes. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much. LMD. This is for all the single ladies. <laughs> all the single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. Uh, the pea boner, a.k.a. sometimes known as morning wood, yeah. is a byproduct of the nervous system in a man's body. There's the, the parasympathetic nervous system, which operates while you're sleeping. This is ongoing and it's responsible for things like digestion and getting rid of waste and also sexual arousal. So throughout the evening while you're sleeping, you will have boners throughout the night. Now you don't remember those because you're asleep, but sometimes you will wake up with one in the morning Mm -hmm. that's not necessarily connected to a sexual thought. Yeah, you're not aroused. Right, you're just erect because... There is the sacral nerve, which is part of this parasympathetic nervous system, and it controls erections. The sacral nerve controls erections, and a full bladder will press against that nerve and stimulate that nerve, and then that will result in you having an erection. Oh, okay. And so you get up in the morning, and then when you go to urinate, that will that will dissipate, and then you're able to so pee. comfortable because you got to sort of angle your whole body down to pee directly into the toilet because you have an erection. Yes, or you can just simply... You know, think of baseball or something to take wait your for mind it to go off. down. Wait I got to pee. Go well, I know I well, you got to pee. You got to pee because you have pee issues. But uh, there you go. That's why it happens because the bladder is pressing on a nerve that uh, results in an erection. Mm, and that's didn't why know that. guys have that in the morning. See, for as little as 15 cents now. a day, you can get educated mm. here 
on the Ralph Report. And you know, we also like to play upbeat music for folks to kick their day off in a happy way. We call them our happy hits. Uh, Today's caller is Ryan. Unfortunately, he's going through something that I'm all too familiar with, so I'm happy to fulfill his request today. Hey, Ralph, this is Ryan, two-star general from Syracuse. Just calling um, because, fortunately, it's been a kind of a crappy week. Um, my son was born this week, which was awesome, but he's been in the NICU pretty much all week for some respiratory distress, which in the era of COVID, you have to take every extra precaution when it comes to respiratory issues. So I wanted to see if you could play a happy hit for me. Young Turks by Rod Stewart. Uh, it's my jam. I would appreciate it. Thanks so much. Ryan, I want you to know I'm thinking of your brother. Uh, when my twins were born, Olivia and Lincoln, they were preemies, so they spent months. Well, obviously, Lincoln passed away uh, 10 days after he was born, but Olivia was in the NICU for months afterwards, and there's no scarier place in the world for a parent to be than in the NICU, mm. not only for the welfare of your own kid, but all the other kids that are struggling around them as well. It's a, a grueling, grueling place to be. And so I want you to know I'm thinking of you. I'm thinking nothing but good thoughts for your boy. Happy to play your happy hit today, sir. Rod Stewart, I haven't heard this song probably since it was on the radio. Here it is, Young Turks. There you go, Ryan. We're pulling for you. I hope you and your family are uh, are doing okay. And please keep us posted. Let us know how things go. Thanks to everybody who called in today. You can leave your voicemail message on the Ralph Report hotline as well. So easy to do. Just dial one eight three three hi ralph But in order for me to play your call on the Garmy on the Line segment, you got to call me. Call me.
Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Alrighty, now it's time to take a look in the rearview mirror and find out what happened on this day, April 12th, in history. Ralph's about to solve another mystery. Like is today the day some dude invented Listerine? Or maybe a tyrant king married his sister queen? Who knows, every day seems to be an anniversary. The Garmy's rubbing Ralph's lamp, so grant our wishes, please. And tell us what went down this day in history. On this day in 467... Anthemius. Anthemius. Anthemius mm. was elevated to the emperor of the Western Roman Empire. Oh. So cool. That's a big area. I want the Issuses to come back on names. <laughs> Ralphius Garminus. Eddius Penius. Eddius Penis. <laughs> 1606, England adopted the Union flag, which was then a replace then later replaced rather in 1801 by the current. Union flag known as the Union Jack. So they had a flag before they had a flag. Mm. Speaking of England, in 1654, the Ordinance of Union between England and Scotland was passed by the Council of State. So uh, I guess... They may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! I guess they kind of did both, Braveheart. (laughs) I guess they took your lives and then they took your freedom because then you became part of it. Right. On this day in 1654. In 1787, the Free African Society formed a a benevolent organization that held religious services and provided aid for free Africans and their descendants Hmm. in America. It was the first black religious institution and led to the establishment of the first independent black churches in the United States. In 1787? 1787, yeah. Any idea what major city was the home of the creation of the Free African Society, Eddie Pence? Any guesses as to what wonderful city provided that opportunity for free African Americans to gather together and worship in in Congress? I guess the city of brotherly love. That's right. Uh Uh-huh. You're welcome. Right. Okay. Just another, just sure. another in a long line right. of impressive achievements. How the Flyers doing? That's hardly the point. Just ask it. Hardly the point. How the Flyers are doing. That's hardly the point. Okay. Anyone could lose against the mighty Buffalo Sabres. Anyone? Yes. Or only them. They are they are quite the powerhouse uh, of a hockey team. Right. They got nine wins. Don't let their living in the basement of the East okay. fool you into the power that is. Buffalo. That that is the Buffalo Sabres, right. 1811, Uh the first U.S. colonists on the Pacific Coast arrived. Oh. They landed at Cape Disappointment, Washington. (laughs) It's really called Cape Cape Disappointment. (laughs) Can you imagine that place? (laughs) Well, they had, it was so bad they named it that. Yes. Cape Disappointment on Deception Bay. (laughs) So they were coming in going, oh, this looks really good. 
They and actually they get there. They thought it was a path to the Columbia <laughs> River. And so a, a, a British fur trader named John Mears tried to get his boat into the Columbia River, but it, the, uh, the section there was so shallow that he got shipwrecked. And so he called the place <laughs> Cape Disappointment because he wasn't able to get through. And people still live there to this day. Apparently, it's one of the foggiest locations in the United States. Oh. It's fogged like eight months out of the year. That just sucks. Just socked in with fog. Why would you live there? I can't imagine. It sounds like a disappointment. It's very. 1861, Fort Sumter in South Carolina was attacked by the Confederacy. Yeah. The beginning of the American Civil War on this day. Do you know the first casualty of the Civil War was a misfire, and the guy died from his own misfire? Wow. That was the first casualty. Who, whose side was he on? I think it was the Confederates. The guy's in. The guy shot himself? Uh, yeah, his gun backfired. Wow. And that's how he died. And that was the first casualty. Because that was where the first shots of the Civil War were fired. Yeah. Fort but the Sumter. first casualty was from a misfire. Mm, interesting. I went to a little tour there because my parents lived down that way. Well, there you go. It's very interesting. Eddie Pence throwing some sometimes. knowledge your way. I have no interest. <laughs> <laughs> South Carolina, I'm sure, is a lovely state, but uh, they don't hold a lot for me there. Charleston's a beautiful city. Is it? Yes. All right, if you say so. <laughs> Good to know the American Civil War is over there. We're all done fighting yep. that. Equality for all. 1869, North Carolina legislature passed the anti-Ku Klux Klan law. Hmm. Hmm. That worked. I wonder if that's still on the books. 1872, Jesse James gang robbed a bank yeah. in Columbia, Kentucky. Fuck yeah. Pence brothers. The, the, there were no Pence brothers on this raid, on this bank robbery. Yeah, but if they weren't there at the beginning, there'd be no now. <sighs> there'd be no, no now. now. No now them. There, there wasn't before them, there'd be no now them. <laughs> can't argue with that right? logic. Thank you. 1877, a catcher's mask was first used in a baseball game on this day. Could you imagine playing baseball without a catcher's mask? Catcher uh, who used the mask was named Broken Teeth Jones. <laughs> that was his name, and he was the guy who invented the catcher's Dude, mask. he's lucky all he got was broken teeth. Reason. No, I don't know who did it, but... Uh, Fucking deadly. 1892, George C. Blickensdurfer. <laughs> Sounds like a Phineas and Ferb villain. <laughs> 1892, George C. Blickensdurfer patented the portable typewriter. Oh. Which makes me think, before that, was there a like a permanent typewriter? Was there one you couldn't move? It was so massive you couldn't move it? It's the big one in town, town square. Everyone has to take a turn on the giant permanent <laughs> typewriter we have. 1896, Stamasia Portrizi became the first woman to win a marathon. Mm. She won it in Athens, Greece. Uh, five hours and 30 minutes oh, took her to run. No, it. thank you. No. 1905, the Defoe brothers tested their helicopter. They were the inventors of the helicopter. Fucking insanity. Oh, let me tell you this. Uh, we'll go up in the air with one blade flip around fasty fast. Uh, then you go wee wee in the air. <laughs> they said famously. 1907, in Switzerland, Parliament passed a new army bill recognizing the nation's forces into a standing militia mm. with training required for all the men in Switzerland. I thought they were supposed to be neutral. Well, that doesn't sound very neutral They maintain their neutrality by being I vigilant. Guess, by being armed to the teeth. 1924, WLSAM in Chicago, one of the world's most famous radio stations, began transmitting on this day. It was called WLS, by the way, because it was founded by the Sears Roebuck Company. And their advertising slogan at the time was world's largest store. And so they named it <laughs> WLSAM. That's hilarious. 
1932, the movie Grand Hotel debuted, starring Greta Garbo and John Barrymore. It became one of the most successful and famous films of the 1930s, won the best picture in 1932, and had the immortal line from uh, movie star Greta Garbo. I want to be alone. I want to be alone. I feel like that sometimes. Do you? Which, of course, led to the joke, what did Greta Garbo say when she was sprinkling grass seed in her hair? <laughs> I want to be alone. <laughs> That's a real joke. That's terrible. I want to be alone. I'll use that in my Jay Leno monologue. <laughs> you should. Uh, 1937, Sir Frank Whittle ground tested the first jet engine designed to power an aircraft in rugby, England on this day. Hmm. 1938, the first U.S. law requiring medical tests for a marriage license was passed in New York State. I never got that. You got to take the blood test to be married. Yeah. Make sure you're not all effed up. Yeah, I guess. It required they should a mental test to get married, right, <laughs> fellas? You with me, huh? How about that? <laughs> Some sort of compatibility test would be nice. 1938, in the Stanley Cup final in Chicago Stadium, Chicago, Illinois. The Chicago Blackhawks beat the Toronto Maple Leafs four to one for a series win. Now, this is interesting because they are the only team to win the cup with a losing regular season record. Huh. Isn't that crazy? I didn't know that. 1940, Italy annexed Albania. Hey, Albania, you're going to come and be us now, okay? Oh, don't you make no trouble. We're going to take you in. They said famously. Why wouldn't you want to be part of Italy? I don't know. Albania should be happy. Better than Albania. Well, they were done. <laughs> they didn't invent pizza and some Invented shit. albinos. I don't believe that's, that's where, where they it come comes from. from. That's where they come from. 1954, Big Joe Turner released a record which would be known throughout history as one of the first rock and roll records of all time. Shake, rattle, and roll. It's shake, rattle, and roll. Shake, rattle, and roll. Shake, rattle, and roll. Shake, rattle, and roll. Well, you won't do right to save your doggone soul. Coincidentally, on this day in 1954, the same year, a record was recorded that was is considered to be the first rock and roll record. It isn't, but it has gone down sort of uh, apocryphally in, in history that way. Bill Haley and the Comets got together to record a song that would become, however, an anthem for the youth of the 1950s and play a big role forever after that. In American Graffiti, it was the original theme song for Happy Days. Here's the song they recorded today in 1954. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. But you should ride, ride, so join me home. We'll have some fun when the clock strikes. 1955, the polio vaccine. No, just was talked about that. Tested by Jonas Salk. Was announced to be safe and effective and was given full approval by the uh, U.S. Food and Drug Administration on this day in 1955. In 1966, surf rock dude Jan Barry of Jan and Dean crashed his Corvette into a parked truck, which was an accident that left him with brain damage and long-lasting health issues. Oof. This is ironic because Jan and Dean's most famous song was about a guy going too fast in a car and getting wrecked and Dead Man's Curve. I know I'll never forget that horrible sight. I guess I found out for myself that everyone was right. Later changed it to brain damaged man's curve. <laughs> Later changed it to brain damaged man's curve.
later version. Later, much, adopt, much later. They had to adapt it. <laughs> 1976, Anne Rice's debut novel, Interview with a Vampire, was published by Knopf. It was a huge hit and led to, of course, a series of vampire books by Anne Rice. Here's a little scene from that uh, interview from a vampire book. Uh, Eddie, you just, uh, I'm a vampire. Just okay. uh, give me a little, interview me a little bit. Okay. Uh, so how, how old are you? Blah. It's interesting. We'll see from interview with a vampire. <laughs> 1980, the U.S. Olympic Committee endorsed a boycott on the Moscow Olympic Games. Remember that when we refused to go? I do. It's because they invaded Afghanistan. And we're like, that ain't cool. No, that's our, that's our job. So we're not sending any <laughs> we're athletes to, do that, guys. to you. Well, that'll, that'll show you, Vlad. <laughs> we want that opium. In 1980, Terry Fox began his Marathon of Hope at St. John's, Newfoundland. Are you familiar with Terry Fox? Famous Canadian athlete humanitarian and cancer research activist. No. He had a leg amputated due to cancer in Oof. 1980. Oof. And so to raise awareness and money for cancer research, he embarked on a marathon of hope, a cross-country, across Canada, a run to raise money for cancer research. He was trying to raise $1 from each of Canada's 24 million people. So he was running on a prosthetic leg across wow. the country. Wow. Did not complete his race, however, because by the time he got to Thunder Bay, the cancer had spread to his lungs oh. and he had to stop. And then he died about nine months later. But God he is still known as a fairly heroic figure up there uh, in Canada. Fuck cancer. Rightly so. 1985, Ringling Brothers Barnum & Bailey Circus got in trouble with federal inspectors when it was found out that the animals they were advertising as unicorns were actually goats with surgically implanted <laughs> horns surgically into their skulls. Surgically implanted? Yes. Oh, God. That is fucked up. Beyond fucked up. So the unicorns weren't really unicorns at all. <sighs> However, the uh, horny goats didn't look as good on the poster. <laughs> as they should have put dildos did. in their foreheads. <laughs> yes, they should have. <laughs> Sonny Bono was elected mayor of Palm Springs, California on this day in 1988. I remember that. What were they thinking? Remember how we all thought it was funny? Oh, look, they got a guy, a TV star as their mayor. Yeah. What yeah. a bunch of maroons. Yeah, we did that. We did that. Wait, Clint Eastwood did it too. And then Ventura, Jesse Ventura yeah, but, did it. But uh, Eastwood was in Carmel. It was like 14 yeah, no, people. Yeah. And it was very, it was a titular right. honor, really. But, you know, Sonny Bono actually was a, was a mayor. mayor. Later went on to be a congressman. Right. He yeah. did. Yeah. Craziness. Uh, Euro Disney opened on this day. In France in 1992. <laughs> Disneyland Paris, as it's sometimes known. Be our guest, be our guest. <laughs> Give us francs, forget the rest. I think is how, is that how it goes. President Bill Clinton was cited for contempt of court for giving intentionally false statements in a sexual harassment civil suit trial in 1999. Mm. I did not have sex with that woman. <laughs> to BJ's count. In 2009... <laughs> U.S. Navy rescued Captain Richard Phillips. His boat was taken over by Somali pirates. Uh -huh. They killed three of the pirates and captured a fourth. You may remember that famous saying. I'm the captain now. I'm the captain now. I'm the captain And they made a movie about that with they Tom did. Hanks. The new drug, ABT450, was released on this day in 2014. It had a 95% success rate for curing hepatitis C. Oh. Which was a good deal. It's a good thing. Uh, 2016, Breakthrough Starshot. What? Breakthrough Starshot was the name of a project put together by Mark Zuckerberg and Stephen Hawking to send a robot spacecraft to Alpha Centauri. I don't even hear about that anymore. Yeah, it's gone. I don't know. We shouldn't be sending robots into space. Yes, we should. No. 
You're gonna, you can't send a man to Alpha Centauri. Mm-hmm. He'll be dead before he gets there. Hey, well, we'll figure something else out. Don't, that, that's would, where the Robinsons were going to go in Lost in Space. The whole family are right, supposed to go then, to Alpha Centauri. Then you get a whole Star Trek the motion picture V'ger thing going on. I don't want, we don't need that coming back. Paranoia does not suit you. No, it doesn't. You can't send people. They won't last. If you send then, a couple people, they Dr. fuck. Dr. Smith will hide on the ship. Will you know the pain? People reproduce. Send a bunch of them and they'll reproduce along the way. My God. Then we'll get. Then we'll get some banjo players by the end of it. This is perfect. Not, this is not. <laughs> this is why you don't run NASA. <laughs> All right. At this point, we take a food related to this day in history. Run it past Eddie Pence. See if it's something he'd be willing to eat or perhaps stick up his ass and pull out. <laughs> Here's what we do. We talk about the food. Then we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. If the reels come up and match. Jackpot. That means Eddie's eating it. However, if the reels are mismatched, <laughs> nah, he's going to pass. On this day in 1990, H.J. Hines, Chicken of the Sea, and Bumblebee Seafood all announced that they would no longer buy tuna fish caught in the nets that trapped dolphins. Oh, that's good. It was the beginning of the commitment to dolphin-safe tuna on this day in 1990. Yes, it's very good. Canned tuna was first produced in Australia, of all places. Crikey, let's get some tuna fish and put it on it in the cans. On it in the cans. <laughs> then everybody <laughs> can have some tuna for lunch. That's great. With some Marmite. Marmite? Oh, no. With some Vegemite. Veg- Marmite. Marmite's uh, British. The same thing, but it's British. The British oh, gotcha. version. Shitty British food. Vegemite, though. mate. Mmm. Uh, started being canned there in 1903, and it quickly became popular around the world. You can get it in different kinds, solid, chunked, or flaked. Here in the United States... 52% of all canned tuna is used for sandwiches, 22% for tuna salads, and 15% for tuna casseroles. Hmm. Boy, I could go for that right now. So that's today's food, tuna casserole. You know, um, I don't know how Eddie feels about tuna in general. What's a tuna casserole? What's in a tuna casserole? Tuna. Right. What makes it, the, what's the casserole part? Well, you bake it. It comes with noodles and a sauce cheese? and everything. I believe cheese as well. Yeah. With a, uh, I'm just curious. I don't know. I'm just curious what, what's in the tuna casserole. Mostly tuna. Okay. And and noodles. Okay. For the most part. All right. Think of like a tuna lasagna, okay. more or less. Um, so uh, tuna fish. Does Eddie Pence eat tuna casserole today? Let's find out. Pull the handle. Here we go. One casserole, two casseroles. Oh boy. No. Come on. No. You said tuna lasagna and I'm out. <sighs> that just sounds fucking gross. It's awesome. No. no. It smells like fishy noodles. I don't want fishy noodles. Do you eat tuna in general? Do you have like a tuna I, sandwich, like a tuna I, salad sandwich? No, I don't like I don't like tuna mixed with the mayo and all that shit. I like I actually don't mind like a can of just regular plain tuna. If you so just, you have, just if, open a can and eat it like a hobo in a in a quick in a in a pinch, I think it makes a decent meal. Like you get a lot of protein out of it. But I don't I don't want it mixed with mayo and tuna and mayonnaise, like tuna salad, like a no, tuna fish sandwich. No. And maybe sometimes uh, you cut up little pieces of uh, celery in there no. and get a little crunch in there too. No. No, just yes. like someone blew Stop a load no. of tuna. <laughs> Man, it always goes back to that for you. Yeah. It's a, uh, you know, something Solomon there. Grundy blew a load in the olives, <laughs> and someone blew an old load it's in your just, tuna. Is there a story that you're need, not telling us just, about your childhood? I just don't need schmegma in my food. My, I don't need schmegma-like substances in my food. Well, I don't think you're going to like today's thicket water. No, I probably not. If that's the case, probably not. And that's it for this day in history. 
I pity the fool who ain't been schooled by Ralph recently. He's dropping college level knowledge with such accuracy. It got my head spinning faster than a drunk Eddie. And I'm rocking the backing track with a rap like a bad celebrity. I hope Cooperman loves my beats, cause that rhymes with LMB. And that's a rap for the Ralph Report today in history. All righty, now it's time to take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Uh, sad news over the weekend, but I can't say it was completely unexpected. DMX, mm. rapper whose given name was Earl Simmons, passed away at the age of 50 over the weekend. Now, as to why exactly? TMZ's reporting there was a drug overdose that caused his heart attack. However, his representatives, as you can imagine, are not confirming that information. Right. They're saying he was simply hospitalized with a heart attack. Um, the damage was so severe, it left him in a vegetative state. Mm. And uh, the oxygen was deprived to his brain, and that eventually took his life after a catastrophic cardiac, cardiac arrest, is what they're calling it. But at the age of 50, and he had a history of substance abuse yeah. problems, seems less likely that it was just natural causes versus yeah. something pharmaceutical. As much as we crap on TMZ, when they break these stories, they're usually right. And the, and the creepy part is they usually get the information yeah. from inside the hospitals yeah. and stuff because apparently they pay pretty like well. Like they were the first people to report Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Like they're all usually right yeah. when, they're, when they break something. So I can imagine the family and the representatives don't necessarily want to confirm that. Yeah, but of course I'm sure, not. I'm sure we'll find out later. But regardless, no, no matter what the, the cost, it, it, a huge talent loss. Really sad news. Godzilla versus King Kong continues to stomp at the box office. Mm -hmm. See what I did there? I because saw. they're big monsters. They they're always stomping on things. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think the total right now is $69.5 million so Damn. far over the past two weekends. There we go. So it looks like blockbusters are back. Although it's hard to consider that a blockbuster by any other standards than the pandemic. But right. still. Hey, you'll be happy to know Eddie Pence. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson saw that poll we were talking about last week. Oh, man. Remember, I said yes. uh, they were asking 30,000 Americans which celebrity they want to see as president. Ugh. Dwayne The Rock Johnson came out on top, and so you'll be happy to know he is thinking don't. about a run no. for the presidency. God damn it. I don't think our founding fathers ever envisioned a 6'4", bald, tattooed, half-black, half-Samoan, tequila-drinking, pickup-truck-driving, fanny-pack-wearing guy joining their club. <sighs> But if it ever happens, it'd be my honor to serve you, the people. The Rock wrote on Instagram. No. So, um, no more celebrity presidents. I think The Rock, I can no. smell what he's cooking. I can't. Can you smell it? No. Please, no. I think he's got some moves to make first. Before. Make movies, do that, stick to that. How about Vin Diesel? You want to vote for Vin Diesel? No. Oh, for okay. what? For president? Yeah. No. No, he's off. Imagine the State of the Union. Just. <laughs> <laughs> He's awful. No. He's awful on every level. I am great. Just ask his neighbors in the Dominican Republic. Oh, no. Apparently, he lives in a gated community down there. Yeah. And the neighbors are just pissed off because he has a team of 12 aggressive security guards protecting him day and night, he and his family. Aggressive security guards? Yes. <laughs> a neighbor made a letter to Vin Public that says, For a few weeks, I have personally witnessed and heard from fellow homeowners the unprecedented and abusive quality of your security people around our homes and beach, interrogating us, blocking our street with five or six SUVs, and stopping residents while walking while you and your family ride your bicycles. Oh, for fuck's sake. Can you imagine? I thought it was just, I mean, like, when you start ruining people's lives around where you live because you want protection. And this is a pretty high-end neighborhood, apparently. 
In over 10 years, the homeowners of Fundadores Juanillo Beach, Juanillo Beach, I guess it is, have never endured and suffered such absurd comportment by anyone renting a home in our very small, private, and very secure community. Wow. You should know that you are visiting a community where no one is a threat to you or anyone else that visited. Or gives a shit us. about you. So, uh, yeah, Vin, apparently a team of a dozen guys who are roughing people up. They clear they can, the road so he can ride his bike. Yeah, and they block off the street so he can ride his bike. Oh, man. Undisturbed. That's annoying. That's beyond annoying. Dolly Parton has a new ice cream. Hmm? She teamed up with Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams to create her very own flavor, strawberry pretzel pie. Hmm. That's nothing you would ever eat. I don't think that. It's creating pandemonium on the internet, Easy. Eddie Pence. Pandemonium. pandemonium. The hyperbole. They're only making 10,000 pints. It's a limited edition. All the proceeds are going to go towards Dolly's Imagination Library, which is a program that she founded that gives free books to kids from the from birth to age five. If you sign up for this program, yeah. Dolly will send your kid a book every month for five years. Right. So she's raising money to buy the books. Through the ice cream? Through the well, ice cream. Well, if the ice cream's so fucking good, then keep making the ice cream and make more money. Well, there's a run on the ice cream because Dolly Parton fans are desperate to get their hands on a pint of strawberry pretzel pie. So you can find it listed on eBay, Eddie Pence. Oh, my God. If you can get your hands on What's one. What's the markup on the scalped strawberry pint? Currently uh, going for $1,000. That's fucking for, insane. For, God, I hate it. Mm. For a pint of ice cream. For fucking food? God damn it. They're going to mail it to you on dry ice, though. Jesus. So it'll come to you nice and cold. Do not collect ice good. cream, people. It's Dolly ice cream. And it's limited edition. She should stop this. She has the power to stop this. But... If, if it's raising money for charity, it's how not, can you complain? Because the, they're not marking it up. They're selling it for whatever they sell it for, well, that, and then the scalpers take it and jack the price well, up. Well, that on. guy paid his money, I'm sure, he for paid, that what, pint. Five bucks, ten bucks for the pint. Now he's know. jacking up a thousand bucks. That money's not going to charity. I don't know, but the money, it's already paid for. Now, oh. if you're a Dolly Parton fan and you want to buy a thousand dollar pint ice cream, it's no. Your, it's your prerogative. No, Dolly, stop this. You have the power. It's collector's market, Eddie Stop Pants. it. Scalpers. Hey, here's some good news. Later on today, we should get news that Harvey Weinstein has been indicted on rape charges here in Los Angeles. Good. Apparently, the indictment was brought against him by an L.A. grand jury a few weeks ago, but they kept it under seal, and it should be publicly revealed sometime today during an extradition hearing to get Weinstein out of Erie County, New York, where he's currently serving time for sexual assault, <laughs> so he can face charges for assault here in L.A. County as well. Wow. And I hope they do. I hope they send him, and then I hope he gets found guilty and they just add on and he never sees they should just cut him in two so he can serve, serve a sentence in two different places see just chop him up you're you're a wise man you should be a judge i should be that would be that would be quite the ruling <laughs> saw the defendant in half please i don't think anybody complain bailiffs michael b jordan is talking about why Rocky Balboa won't be showing up in Creed 3. As we mentioned, Sylvester Stallone confirmed last week that he will not be making an appearance in the third Creed movie. Yeah. It sounds very touchy to me. It sounds like something, there, something was bad fall, there was a falling out yeah. of some kind. He said, um, this is Michael B. Jordan's statement. I think that Sly let it be known that he wasn't coming back for this one. But I think, you know, his essence and his spirit, there's always going to be a little bit of Rocky with Adonis. But this is a Creed franchise. Oh. We really want to build this story in this world around Creed moving forward. Oh. So it's always respect and always a shit ton of love for what he's built, but we really want to push and navigate Adonis <laughs> forward and the family that he created. Uh. 
So yeah. it's pretty much fuck off, Gramps. Yeah. No more Rocky. Yeah. We don't want this. We don't Rocky to be the, the story any longer. Well, since Creed 2 is basically a remake, it was a sequel to Rocky 4. Yeah. They're probably like, oh, this is going down the wrong path. Yeah. We don't want to make it about Rocky. Yeah. Especially Michael B. Jordan is directing this yeah. one. And he is Adonis Creed. So he was like, fuck that. Yeah, this, this is my thing. This is going to be all spotlight on me all the time. <laughs> I can imagine some words were exchanged. Oh, I would imagine. But nothing but love, which is Hollywood <laughs> speak for fuck you. <laughs> And Eddie, you'll be happy to know that finally this weekend, we all got what we wanted. What? The friends got back together for their big reunion show. Oh, that show. happened. They finally, oh, they finally filmed it, Eddie. Good. At Warner Brothers Studio. They got out the old fountain. Oh. And apparently... The couch? Did they get the couch, I don't too? know if they got the couch. But they got the fountain. And they built, they built uh, bleachers around the fountain. Oh, and they, they had a live audience. And they uh, spent three days recording the... Reunion special, so we can get all the friends together, so they can say, "Hey, remember when we did that show? We made That's, a lot of money doing that show." Yeah, that was fun. That's ridiculous. And how much money we're making for talking about how the show we used to be? Unbelievable. This whole friends phenomenon. I was there originally when it was on. It was fine. We enjoyed it. But this is ridiculous. No, I enjoyed. I watched the reruns. I enjoy it, but I don't need this. And I've heard all the stories about the show before. What what new stories are going to come out? I I hope I just twenty years later. Hope Chandler's passing out pills. That's all I hope. <laughs> hope everybody's really high when they do it. Let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All of these stars born on April twelfth. Singer guitarist Brandon Yuri of Panic at the Disco is thirty four years old today. I chime in with a haven't you people ever heard of closing a goddamn door? No, it's much better to face these kinds of things with a sense of poison. Ed O'Neill from Modern Family and, of course, Married with Children is 75 years old today. Mm. Claire Danes is 42. Singer J.D. Nicholas of the Commodores is 69. Gonna be some sweet coming down Dan Loria, who is the dad on The Wonder Years, is 74. Guitarist Will Sargent of Echo and the Bunnymen is 63. David Letterman celebrates his 74th birthday today. I was watching some Letterman reruns the other day. God damn it. I miss him. That show was so good. Always entertaining. Actor model Brooklyn Decker is 34 years old today. Singer Art Alexakis of Everclear is 59. Father of mine. Andy Garcia is 65. Amy Ray of the Indigo Girls is 57. Closer I am to find. Closer I am to find. Actor Nicholas Brendan from Buffy the Vampire Slayer is 50. Nicholas Hexum of 311 is 51. Got your gum original, you got your gum original. I'm here today, now you got my original, you got your gum original, you got your gum original. Jeez, I feel like I'm back on K-Rock today with some of these bands. <laughs> uh, Shannon Doherty is 50 years old today, wishing her much love and much success in her battle with cancer. She's still fighting. Bassist Guy Berryman of Coldplay is 43. The cat, the stars, 
Jennifer Morrison from House and Once Upon a Time is 42. Shirsha Ronan is 27. And musician John Kay of Steppenwolf is 77. And that's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And because it's Monday. Hey, Ralph and Eddie, it's Megan. Um, I had to pause Friday's show. And second, Jeff's idea for a Munchin' Mondays on Thickened Water. Mm -hmm. Um, I work in healthcare, too. And you can actually buy the thickener at a drugstore like a CVS or a Rite Aid. Yeah, you can. Um, So it's easy to get. And they actually can thicken into different consistencies. Mm-hmm. So awesome. you could do a test. So there's nectar thick mm-hmm. liquids, there's honey thick liquids, and then there's even pudding thick <laughs> liquids. So you could um, thicken the water to pudding consistency yep. and Weird. eat it with a spoon. So, yes, yes, yes. Please pick up some thickening powder and oh. do that for a bunch of Mondays. All right. Love you. I mean it. Bye. Megan speaks for so many people, Eddie. Megan's evil. Who are desperate for us to try the Why? thickened water. So I did pick up a big jar of thicket. Uh, thicket. And I mixed thicket. us up three different versions of water uh, for us to sample here on Munchin Monday. Munchin Mondays. It's a fun day. And it's happening. On the Ralph Report. Munchin' Mondays. Eddie's fun day. Will he vomit all over the floor? I don't eat fungus. I don't like it. I did the, the thought of it makes me sick. The testicles are just all wrong. As you know, folks, Munchin' Monday for you two, three, and four-star generals is available in a video version as well. So I did want to show off... Uh, Today's sponsor, The Rap Report, brought to you today by Thicket, the original mm. beverage thickening yeah. powder. When you think of fans. thick beverages, you think Thicket. When you want to thicken up your beverage, hey, is coffee too thin for you? Yeah. Is lemonade just too liquidy? Well, then get some Thicket and make it oh. nice and chunky. Oh. Yes, Thicket, available at a store near you. Tell them Ralph sent you. So uh, today's show brought, by, brought to you by Thicket. Thicket is basically uh, cornstarch and maltodextrin, okay. which that... is uh, just a thickening agent. Both are flavorless. So, so it doesn't the, change the it flavor. It does not change the flavor at all. All right. This is just water, Eddie. I'm just asking you to drink water today. Mm. We've got three different stages of thickened water today. We've got nectar consistency, okay. which is considerably thicker than, than water, but yeah. not as thick it's as... like a mucusy. ...as the honey consistency... And then that, of course, not as thick as the pudding, pudding. consistency. Where you have spoons. Available. And we've got spoons in the water pudding as well. So weird. So we're going to so kick weird. things off with the nectar consistency. This is what it looks like when you add the thicket. As I mentioned, does make it a little bit cloudy. <laughs> it looks it like looks... a cup of semen. Now, I wasn't going like to bring a up. a sifter of semen. 
Come. I wasn't going to bring up the consistency oh, or the appearance, but this is the nectar level of uh, thickened water, and I put it in a nice uh, snifter for oh, it so we can okay. we can act like we're uh, fancy. Now, this the reason you might be wondering. We talked about it before, but the reason they do this is for folks who have what's called dysphagia, yeah. which means you can't you have swallowing issues, right. and this allows you to stay hydrated without uh, choking on the water per se. And do they so. usually put some sort of flavor in this? To you can you can add it to any people. beverage. We could have made anything thicker today, but I thought you know I don't want to run afoul of your particular taste, so I figured water no, would yeah, be water, safe. Yeah. Water it looks grainy. Safe. Is it grainy? Um, is I don't it? know. I've never tasted it. This is my first uh, time having thickened water. So bottoms up. Here you go. Here's to here's to thickened water. Here we go. It's a lot of mental blocks to get through here. It's weird. It's so weird. It's a weird it's consistency. Very, very weird. Yeah, that's uh doesn't just, taste bad. It's no, just, it just really like weird. I'm not going back for a second, but it's just really weird. That is uh thick, thick water. Yeah, it tastes like water. It's like spit. It's a little <laughs> It's like if you had a big, Stop. if you had a big snifter of spit, <laughs> if you just let it drool out into a snifter and then you had to drink it again, that's kind of what that would be like. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. it would be like. Well, let's <sighs> move on to stage two. I put these in uh, shot glasses because it's a little thicker consistency. This is nectar? No, that was nectar. This is honey. Oh, this, this is, is, this is oh, the this consistency is... of honey. This is thicker. You can almost hold this upside down. No, nah, it's, it's not that bad. So this is for even thicker. If you've got bigger problems, this may have set a little bit more than I expected it to. <laughs> this may be a little thicker than this honey. It's like slime. So uh, let's take a sip of the honey consistency, shall we? <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Oh, that was hard. I, I didn't care for that one myself oh, so much. Oh, hard to get down. That was... Uh, It doesn't taste bad, but it's not the taste. It's not the taste. That's an odd consistency. My brain is telling me different things than my mouth is telling me. Stop, stop drinking it. Why are you going back for more? Because I want to, you know, have the full experience. We just had it. And uh, lastly, if you really use a lot of thicket, you can come up with water pudding, basically, which is what we have here. This is. uh, Oh. This is. This is water pudding. Basically, the consistency is just that of, uh, oh, of pudding. This is like glue. So uh, grab a spoonful. <laughs> I really don't want to throw up in here. Okay. All right. All right. You ready? <laughs> you ready okay. for some water pudding? All right. Here we go. All right. Oh, it's just weird. It's so weird. It's very odd. It's a very odd consistency. Your brain's going, okay, this is pudding. Because the, the feeling is pudding. Very much so. And there's no pudding taste. There's no flavor of any there's kind. no flavor at all. And then you're like, then what is in my mouth if it's not pudding? It's like space food or something. It's like what astronauts oh. would have to eat just simply to survive. I, could not, I couldn't put a bowl of that down if I had to. To survive? Yeah, sure you could. No, I'd die. <laughs> you I would just rather die. If they put a gun to your head and said, you have to I eat a big bowl of water put a, pudding. Put a tube up my ass. Do it that way. Do not. Fucking <laughs> funnel it up my ass. It'll get to my fucking stomach somehow. Reverse engineer my asshole. I just, I don't, I don't want to do this on a daily basis. 
Oh. oh. Well, there you go, kids. Oh, my God. That's so weird. There that's you go. so weird. Thickened water. Oh, a thing I didn't even know existed until last oh, week. God. And here we are testing it mm. for your amusement. That's the best way to have water. Just on on the Ralph Report. Yeah, I think I'll stick with good old, good old liquid. Old-fashioned water. Liquid water. Oh, not, that's bad. Not for this fancy, Thick newfangled, water. thickened water. It's so weird. We're going to stick with the OG water. Just weird. But yet still, a fascinating experiment oh. here on Munch and Monday. Oh. It's just another Munch and Monday. No! Eating is fun day. Maybe something on a fun day. I hope I don't get the run stay. It's just another munch in Monday. Ah, mm. uh, that was odd. Uh, yeah, I gotta say. Fuck. Oh, I love Mondays. Mm. All right, kids, that's mm. it for the show today. Thank you so much for joining us. Come on back tomorrow. We're gonna have a good time. You okay? Just get the fucking willies from it. <laughs> We're going to have a good time tomorrow. Tuesdays are fun because we take a look at a famous TV show and the TV theme song that we all remember, hopefully. Hopefully. If we don't, it's going to be an awkward segment if no one remembers it. Uh, also, more entertainment news, more of your phone calls, just more fun and camaraderie. Join oh, us tomorrow, won't you? Please. If Eddie comes back. I might not. Um, so until then... Even though I'm vaccinated, I'm still telling folks we got to play by the rules, okay? So if you can, if you can avoid it, stay the fuck at home. Wash your hands, wear your masks. Stay good in the hood. Social distance. I'm going to, even when the pandemic is over, I'm still going to stay six <laughs> feet away from six. everyone. I don't like people. I've learned to enjoy being separate <laughs> from people. Stay sweet at six feet. Because life is life. Life is life. We got to look out for each other. All right, kids, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Until tomorrow. Love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs>